Welcome to Race is Race, a podcast about the British East Asian experience where we talk about all things Asian and not. I'm Akina. I'm Jem. I'm Connor. And I do not, well, no, I do not currently do martial arts, but I did when I was younger. I did kickboxing. Um, and I really have a distinct memory oh. of when I was like six or f- like really, really young and going to one karate lesson that my parents brought me to. I think it was karate. And then I never went again. And I was very confused why. Um, but Do you know why you stopped? Kickboxing. Yeah, I just kind of just faded out of that. But the reason why I learned kickboxing and gymnastics was because when I was like five, I picked those two things. So I was like, I want to be a Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's actually really cute that like a five-year-old thinks and five-year-old did you say when, yeah i think when i was around like i was yeah, like single digit age i was like okay. i'll choose kickboxing it's, and gymnastics because that's what powering just can like need to learn it's actually really impressive that a single digit aged kid can um think in those ways like what do i need to do and think very concretely <laughs> I mean, like, i'm gonna take these classes concretely for something that doesn't exist <laughs> but it's, it's very still, yeah. sweet yeah, I mean... I never did it. What, martial arts? Yeah, I never did it. Well, to be fair, just in general, I didn't do anything sporty. <laughs> you didn't do anything? <laughs> in primary school, I did. My mom was very good at enrolling us in loads of different classes, I think mostly to get rid of us. Um, but I remember you went yeah. to stage school. I went to stage school. I've seen so videos, they're hilarious. Yeah, That's surprising I- you never went to stage school. I feel like... Yeah, the thing is, I wanted to, um, but... Because so dad is always working and he's the only one that can drive. So there wasn't really, it was a lot more difficult for us to do stuff. Um, Also, like they were hella expensive. Yeah, 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 dad was the only one who was working. Did you do martial arts? I did. I did um, like karate with Ash. What? Yeah. Um, for Uh, a few You guys did so much. Yeah, yeah. You did It's because I, so my mom would do these classes for me she'd pay for them and i'd be like i want a friend and then i'd beg if ash can do it too i said beg ash's mom <laughs> um i don't think she even wanted to yeah i don't think she did because i remember we spoke about it in sleepover she's like yeah i can't really bother i don't really want to but but I've, like dragged her into it. all of the classes he makes me um but yeah we, i did karate for a few lessons the teacher was terrible she was this very i remember she was a very sweaty white woman that's disgusting <laughs> and it's not like you, know, you remember it. sweaty we weren't doing anything like hardcore it was like the basic stuff and she was sweating more than me and ash were it was quite worrying like for her health but um should i be worried about my health yes you should maybe <laughs> you get our breath climbing up here we live on the second floor of a building yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I remember I stopped those classes. One, because my mom didn't want to pay for them anymore. And two, because my secondary school crush was also doing the classes. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to see you like Monday to Friday and Saturdays. Too much for me to bear. <laughs> too much for you to handle. We get overwhelmed. Yeah. Actually, I remember I also stopped because um, I stopped going for the grading. Cause you need to pay for the grading like to get belts yeah. and level up. Oh. And you're not allowed to learn like higher techniques and moves on lower belt. And I would get really oh. bored. And I was like, but I don't want to pay for the grading because they take a whole day and they're boring and pointless. And like, I don't want to become a UFC fighter. So whatever. Mm. Um, but it's fine because now I can't defend myself because it's all gone. So, But the great. stereotype does mean but that the people think, still there. <laughs> thinks that you can. Yeah. 
All right. I just make a Bruce Lee noise and they'll run away. Today, we're having rice served with how to introduce your SO. So for those who don't know, SO is your significant other, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever kind of life partner. Yeah, life partner. Oh, Or, or short-term partner. Up to you. Yeah. Um, I have an mm. update on a previous story that we definitely did not break here on the podcast. Um, so you guys remember the racist cartoon? Oh, yeah. Mm. I saw that this morning. On Next Shark. Literally, your Next Shark, yeah, 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 the 14-year-old girl. Yeah, so, the, so a teen yes. calls out Instagram for policy negligence and makes a it campaign made me so happy to... That she did that. Basically take down this that racist video. Um, she's a 14 mm-hmm. teenager owl from... I guess she's American. But she had her parents' like yeah. permission to do it. And she researched... Um, like, into everything. And basically, she figured out that Instagram users were being denied their instagram rights and constitutional rights and that policy negligence is a violation under the law like actual law so basically she just like presented all of this to instagram and they took down the video she's 14 she's 14 yeah she's an aging student so she's like she proper went like ap politics on like instagram it's really good she said that as well that they were going against their own policies yeah um, yeah, because that's the th- that's what we mentioned in the last episode about this, and the automated um, the automated response as well. That it was also yeah, yeah, like, the guess. automated response at the fact that no one like Instagram hadn't taken it down, and it's the whole like freedom of speech thing. Um, so I'm really glad, like that was really great news to wake yeah. up to. Gen Z Asians, man. Um, this is something I read last night. Um, I saw that. There's I don't want to work jerky with one. Oriental yeah, yeah, yeah. people. The beef jerky company that- in Vegas, or yeah. whatever. What? Um, that, and then I saw the one. I saw Next Shark is like hitting off right now. Yeah, like, Next Shark is so going mad. But basically, there was this yeah. company that. But it's so depressing. Yeah. Like I, I, it's been really getting me down. I'm just getting really worried about what's going to happen when we all start coming out of this lockdown, um, and whether people are going to start being way more open about their racism. I really doubt and it. It scares me a lot. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I, I think for sure. But basically, there was this business in Vegas. And some Asian lady contacted them about some sort of promotion or what like some spam email probably. Like meaningless email. But this yeah, guy Yeah, she's like cold calling kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but this guy replied being like, I do not want to work with any Orientals, especially in this time. Please take me off my main list and don't call Damn. me again. And the problem is though, when you research into that company, into that beef jerky restaurant, which is weird, like why well, have a restaurant around beef jerky? They're like a Latino immigrant owned business. Hmm. And the excuse they gave, so when they kind of came back to the people saying, it's like, like oh, English please forgive us, very good. the excuse they gave is that, sorry, um, he only started learning English in the year 2000 and English is his second language. So he he actually meant that we don't import right now because of what's going on. Basically, they made up a whole excuse saying that it wasn't us being racist. Um, bullshit, basically. Which was clearly a lie. So, um, yeah. yeah, but in other news, our topic. <laughs> yes, let's get Something back to the topic. Something a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. So um, we've all had relationships here. Some might say we might currently be in one. Some might say. Some might say. Um, <laughs> Some might say the others are very, very, very single. <laughs> yeah, we, can, we get it, Jim. You're a lonely ass bitch. It's fine. Um... <laughs> But the, after you like you know 
get out the dating scene, prowl for your prey and all that, and you're and you found someone that you know, after a few a month or so, whatever, how long it takes, <laughs> you're like, you know, this person's pretty decent. Then you have to have the task of start introducing them into your life. So first, who do you introduce them to first, do you think? Um mm. I personally would probably say like closest friends. Yeah, I definitely mm. say I would introduce them to my friends before my family. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, because that's what I did with you, and I'm thinking that's I definitely mean, what I, I do. We, still. I don't know if we had a choice. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really have a choice. <laughs> um, rewind, rewind, though. Like, let's start. Kind of, did you have a rule in your head before? You- you know you yes got we to did actually connor did you have a rule being like i only want to introduce my significant other until we've been de- de- like dating for x amount of time we um well it's different because we lived with our friends at that point the friends that we had at that point we also lived with um so we had a rule we would try it out for a yeah yeah so when we decided that um we'd become a thing we wanted to make sure that like it's not something that we're kind of just floating into that we make the intentional decision that are going to be a thing before telling anyone um because obviously when you tell people things come out of your control really so we wanted Mm -hmm. it inside our control first we spent like maybe a month you say i feel like it was less than a month actually Two two weeks? Maybe Three less weeks? than that. Maybe a week. A week. All right. Great. <laughs> right, so you decided we'll wait until we're together for a week and then No no we'll... no, we weren't together. Like to, right. we weren't like confirmed. That's what I'm saying. We wanted to be like confirmed before we say anything. Because even if we were mm-hmm. together and we didn't tell anyone, people would find out eventually. We'll figure it out. Because Yeah. But when I was younger, I um like a younger as than a teenager. I always told myself that I wouldn't tell my parents that I was with someone until we were together for three years. What? Oh my god! Yeah, three yeah. Years. I don't know why I thought like, that. That could, that could be like marriage. I think my logic was. Danielle, did you get confused? Months and years together? No, no, no. I definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I don't like involving my parents in anything unless it's mm. like real. Because when you involve your family in things, I feel like it gets way more complicated. I think this, this immigrant. Oh parents, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Immigrant parents as well. They're very um. They're very weird about relationships, like yeah. usually. They always, they always like say you're not allowed relationships during. Well, I think my mum definitely said not allowed relationships during like exams and sixth form and stuff because you need to concentrate on mm-hmm. school because they're just distraction. And then yeah. all your relatives, but when you turn as soon as you turn eighteen or whatever, they're like, so do you have a boyfriend yet or do you have a girlfriend yet or whatever? Yeah, and they my, expect you to. Mine wasn't like that. Oh really? Mine, mine. No. I mean, they weren't like... I'm a girl. Yeah, yeah, it's different for us. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was very different. Oh, okay. um, my mindset around it has always been very weird because if it was completely down to me, I would be like... Yeah, I wouldn't introduce someone until I've been dating them seriously as in boyfriend and girlfriend for at least three months. Who would you, who would you um, do it first? But... Like, tell f- who would you tell first? Well, naturally, it will always end up being friends... Because... Because they're closest. 
they're your friends it's, it's just and also it, telling friends is pretty easy yeah um i'm not i've never been really worried about telling any friends um sometimes i like maybe out of all my friends i got the most worried about telling like akina and ash because i've known them and been like best friends with them because since i was like five six and for me they're like family because they're going to tell you straight and you're scared of what they're going to say no i not even that they're going to tell me straight like i like the fact they can tell me straight it's more i really value that your opinion the same way that i value the opinions of my family so in my eyes i wouldn't want to just like introduce anyone to them they'd know like i i'd have no problem telling some anyone that i was seeing someone um i have a very close relationship with my mom like i will tell my mom if i'm speaking to someone but yeah i just wouldn't get to the point of introducing someone to like akina and ash and my family until like i was sure at least that was my mindset mm-hmm, yeah but because of the way my family are i've also always known that i can't just one day out of the blue like hello i've got a boyfriend this is who it is mm-hmm. um it's it always gonna be a like bigger that. deal yeah it's a very big deal for my family that i have to i don't know in my head i i know that i kind of have to warn them i guess i don't know whether it's you like ease them into it yeah ease them into it because you know how like the tradition in philippines is the courtship period when you're not official and the guy is coming to your house and trying to impress you and trying to impress your family that is what my yeah yeah, we do that parents ideally wanted (laughs) well how about your family because like when when i was first introduced to your parents because i'm of the mindset kind of of gem and and I thought that it was going to be this, like, not even, like, almost <laughs> ceremonious. <laughs> like, it's going to feel more yes. significant. But your family yeah. is very, because when I came to their house for the first time, saw your mom first because we got into her car. She drove us back from the station. She was, was not happy. Really? <laughs> she wasn't happy because dad was, like, ill or something. And she's like, you're bringing someone home. And I was like, this was dad's idea. Yeah, Sorry, well, I, I got medicine. into the car and I, I was just like, it's really weird that we're meeting and I have to sit in the back seat and like your mom's in the front seat and like it's weird to have a conversation. Um, so I just kind of sat you there. You guys were already official at this point though, right? We were, yeah. Um, yeah. But but then af- afterwards it was just like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here in my boyfriend's house. It's It's pretty normal. It doesn't feel like anything big and that i needed to be nervous about did you sleep over mm. did i was that you went to, on the air mattress no i don't think so that wasn't that not time? the first time okay um but i remember i think it might have been the first time you know who knows but i definitely remember when i tried to tell my dad we were like walking in central london like through little square and basically he he just came back from a trip and he was like oh connor find your girlfriend she looks exactly like selena gomez and like um, he went to Poland and like met this bartender there who looked like and she took a picture for me and it's like look this girl can be your girlfriend and then I was like oh this is a perfect opportunity to tell him it's like oh no dad I already have one and he goes shut up no you don't here's a picture <laughs> he basically didn't believe me and I was like no I really do have one and he's like really and he's like yeah and he, then I was like oh yeah it's Akina and he's like oh your friend and he's like yeah and then he, there was a really like awkward pause and then he goes 
So you know how to put on like a condom and stuff. I'm like, yes, dad. I know how to do that. It was so... Because he realized oh he never had a sex talk with me up until... How old were we then? Like 19? Yeah. He just never bothered. And I was like... By that time, I was like, I didn't need it. I was like, okay, it's... it's Okay. Oh my god. That was not useful. That's that she just reminded me of the first oh my god. So when I had my first boyfriend and I introduced him to my parents, um I'm trying to think whether we were already official. I think we were. Because my, my the thing is like I date white guys. Yeah. <laughs> or like people outside of the culture. So <laughs> Why it's do you say like, it like usually that? they're more like we don't meet the parents until we're dating. Yeah. Um but yeah, I brought my first boyfriend home. Oh my god! My dad sat us down for a sex chat together. <laughs> what? <laughs> have you not heard? That? Oh I, think, I think I, I might have. I'm sweating right now remembering it. It's like hilarious, but at the same time, like humiliating. Um, yeah, dad sat us down for a sex chat. He was sat on one sofa. We were sat on another. Um, and I remember it. Oh my god! I've, I kind of want to like imitate it to you guys. No one's gonna actually see this. But like imagine, so me and my boyfriend at the time were sat next to each other. My dad sat opposite us. His legs are kind of wide apart. And he goes, he says some stuff. And then after he goes, and also no premarital sex. That, that, and I was just sat there like, oh God, I, poor I guy. To poor you. swallow me up. Oh my like I just want to die right now. This is so humiliating. Um, but did you did you guys yeah. have a good laugh about it afterwards? Did he have like a good attitude about it, or was he just put off? He was very shocked, I think, and like maybe a bit uncomfortable with the situation, which I understand. But the whole, I mean, that whole first relationship for me, he was not great at really understanding my family and the culture and that was a huge part as to why i decided to like end things because like i couldn't see it last long yeah no well not stereotypically white boy because i don't want to like stereotype white people because <laughs> that is like that is, firstly like this podcast isn't what we're like we're trying to break stereotypes within our own culture and i don't think white people also I don't know. I don't think we should do that because my experience with Jack was completely different. Like if my dad had had that conversation with Jack, Jack would have been fine with it. He he was amazing at understanding and taking it all like on his shoulders. Um, and dad didn't have the same chat with him as he did my first boyfriend because he knew I was humiliated the first time. But at the same time, dad had similar-ish conversations with Jack. And Jack and dad used to have one-on-one conversations with each other. Like when Jack asked, like Jack sat my dad down for a man-to-man chat to ask if he could bring me on holiday with his family. Yeah, yeah. And my dad was cool with it. Like my dad really respected the fact that Jack could have that conversation. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean like, I'm not saying like white people are this, white people are that. What I mean is like Mm. stereotypes are stereotypes, you know, even if you don't like them, they're still there in society. So, like, stereotypically such and such. I'm just saying, like, um, I know people stereotypically Chinese. Like, they're super um, stingy and stuff. Like, yeah. they, fall, mm. they like, fall into the stereotype. So, I'm not saying it's a, like, I'm not presuming all uh, people. Yeah. I'm kind yeah, of saying, yeah, like, yeah. are they, what, did they, did they show the stereotype um, at that point? Yeah. So, it, j- it just made me think about, my story when i was trying to 
introduce you to my family. It was the worst. <laughs> I um I I figured that it'd be easier to go with my younger brother first. So uh, my parents were downstairs watching TV, so I felt like it was a good point. You know, they're focused on something else. They, they're not going to come bother us. I was upstairs um, and uh, I was just hanging out with my brother upstairs. And I decided like to stop him. And I was like, um, I don't know how I said it to him. I was just saying like, okay, you know, I have, I have a boyfriend now. And... Austin was chill about it, obviously. It's not like, I mean, he's my younger brother, not older. He doesn't really have anything to freak out about. He's just like, oh, okay. Um, and then maybe like he was five, then, maybe five seconds after I, those words left my mouth, like I have a boyfriend, I heard that Asian mom shout from downstairs, <laughs> you know, when they call you and it's very loud. So I was summoned, go downstairs. And they both sat there. The The show was paused. They were watching. And my mom was like, what did I hear about a boyfriend? Um, <laughs> so I don't know. We weren't talking particularly loud. But somehow she heard the word boyfriend. Maybe her like Asian mom senses tingled or something. Um, and I was forced to like sit down, tell them about it, show them a picture. Um, they did the whole like, oh, you have to focus on your studies. Oh, is that when your mom asked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I showed them a picture of Connor, the like, the one where I thought he'd look most responsible and put together. <laughs> I can't remember what? which one, but I remember <gasps> scrolling through my pictures and being like, which one does he look like responsible in? Yeah. Um, and I showed him. And my mom was like, are you sure he's not gay? <laughs> and I was like, what? No, he's not gay. Um, and I asked why she'd think that just by looking at his picture. She was just like, oh, I don't know. He just looks very clean. <laughs> Apparently straight men like dirty and gross, I guess. I guess to her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my mom so spoke. I from my dad just sat there and was like, okay. <laughs> your dad really didn't... Like, I, I consider myself lucky how much your dad isn't that tense about it, to be honest. No, he's really not. I think the only, like, test... Like, dad test he ever given, he was like, Connor, you want a beer? I was like, no, I don't drink. And I just heard him go, good. <laughs> That's it. That's, like, the nearest thing. That was funny. Um, <laughs> but that isn't the first time I met them. No, no, no. no the we first, spoke about that. Yeah, the first time I met them was the worst. She just jumped out on me. But um, do you remember if I introduced you to Jerry separately? N no, I um, met her when I came to your house for the first time. She was very nice. Mm. Um, yeah. She was She was still young, like a teenager, late teenager. What, so she definitely 19? had that like... She was like 16. Right. She definitely had that like teenager revive still that's kind of chilled mm. out now that she's older <laughs> that's what i was always worried about with introducing people I, I i was obviously worried about mom and dad but i was most worried about alex and john yeah uh my siblings because for me like your my mom and dad i kind of knew what their reactions were gonna be mm -hmm. um i knew that because like, whenever i mentioned that i was speaking to someone 
to mum. She's mum is like completely fine with it. She'd much rather know than not know. Um, and I can like be a friend with mum, and I can get all like giddy with her and everything. And then when it comes to meeting people, I know mum's kind of shy, and I knew dad was going to be a bit more protective. But dad is also very good with people, um, and is like a jokey aroundy kind of guy. So I thought like he will get kind of a balance between the two. But my siblings. Alex, my sister, is very shy to new people mm-hmm. and even people that are like have been in our because she's shy around you, Kino. So, yeah. um, and she doesn't always like she is also the funniest person I know, but she doesn't let everyone see that. And then my brother, Drum, he was very young, like he still is, he's only turning 15 this year. So, introducing someone to him, I just had no idea whether like he'd be kind of cringed out or is he also going to be shy um ew my sister's got a boyfriend (laughs) yeah like i just had no idea and i really for me the most important thing when i'm dating someone is i want someone who will get on with my family yeah of course because i'm so close to them um and with my ex i know that they felt uncomfortable they they never got i mean they only met him once um yeah, they never got to a point, I think, where they were comfortable around him. And I knew that they'd never have a close relationship. And then um, my most recent ex, <laughs> uh, Jack, <laughs> he he also, because he was such, I say was, he is such a personable guy. Yeah. Um, and he was very good at making people feel comfortable around him. That when he met them for the first time, they just got on straight away. And... Alex specifically got very, very comfortable with him. They'd, like, message each other. They'd have, like, private jokes. Joe and Jack used to have a handshake. Like, it was, it never became a problem. Um, so it was just so easy and great with him, which now has, I think, has affected how I'm going to approach it next time. I mean, because I, think, I don't actually think I'm ever going to want to introduce anyone again. Yeah, because I think because he's left such high standards. Well, that's good to set a high everyone's benchmark. Everyone's going to compare. Yeah, introducing. Um, I think that's like the first proper challenge or like test of a relationship. Introducing yeah your significant other to people in your life. Um, yeah. Because friends is like the warm up. People's judgment you hold like the most is like the final test. So for me, it would probably be my parents mm-hmm. yeah um yeah probably my parents at highest yeah for you yeah. it could be ash <laughs> yeah yeah it, w- it would be my closest Actually, I was, yeah i was pretty scared to introduce jack to ash you're all both of you are scared to introduce anyone to ash i really don't know what it is about her <laughs> i can't actually say i know again first is the fact that i really really care about her opinion um but also i think ash is pretty good at reading people like she knows because because i i can trust that she loves me and she cares about me and she only wants the best kind of person for me so she's very good at reading the right people for me even friendship wise like she'd tell me like i don't think that person's a very good friend yeah or maybe she's getting revenge on you guys revenge yeah it's like from when you interrogated her boyfriend oh right (laughs) oh my god (laughs) <laughs> right that is a brilliant story so that story was for uh her first i, I really hope that this story is okay well why don't we ask her and then we can cut it out if not 
Yeah. Um, well, she had she had a secret boyfriend <laughs> as a teenager, um, a white guy from school, and I. She introduced him to us first via webcam, right? Like a yeah, like a Skype that call? was in her dining room. I remember this as sleepover. Like you three, three of you, and then him on the. Yes. Okay. Yes. Four of us. Four of us. Oh, because yeah. Um, and I don't remember what we spoke about, but I remember all of us piling on. Uh, I remember specifically myself. I was very, very head on. Yeah, you were so straightforward. Um, and and I, I decided, made the decision to be like, I'm gonna play the character in all the. Uh, chick flick films of like the intimidating best friend i was like <laughs> i am gonna play that role <laughs> as best as i can isn't that ash usually well this time it was me okay <laughs> um i was so nervous yeah i don't know why I it was, was just I a video being call really nervous about meeting him um but then separately to that ash went on holiday to the philippines and i think it was my idea it was definitely it was definitely not minor bubbles as I was a hundred percent yours. I had the idea of like getting to know her boyfriend better because I was like, this is someone in Ash's life, and Ash is a big part of our life, which means he's gonna be a big part of our life. I don't know why I was treating it like they were gonna get married. How old were you? We were like fifteen, sixteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and like we had that mindset of like, you know, if you're dating her. You're dating all of us. <laughs> exactly. That kind of thing. I definitely had that mindset. So I was like, he's an important part of my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to know him. So we invited him to watch Robocop. Um The really bad twenty fourteen remake. Yeah. Or twenty yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um so yeah. we went to the cinema with him, we hang around the shopping center with him. Um and the whole time I was like asking him questions as if I was Ash's dad. But she was full on interrogating. Um, I'm surprised he said yes to come to that. Wasn't by the one way. of your questions, what are your intentions? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, what sixteen year old asked another sixteen year old, what are your intentions? Now that I think, I actually think we might have been a bit younger. Well, now Were that we I think, now that I think about it, let's um, see what year Robocop came out. Now that I think actually, about no, it, it was sixteen. I think she was sixteen when she had a boyfriend. I don't think that I would do it differently i um i i think i went through a moment of being like all right i'm not gonna do that again i'm gonna be chill when a friend introduces me to them like i'm not gonna say anything um but like no i, I it's normal to care i'm gonna about i'm gonna do what i do naturally and naturally because when i make friends with someone i have very few friends but the friends i do have like I'm very attached to, like I'll, I'll give it everything, and so whoever they're attached to, I'm giving them everything to. Um, and if that means like interrogating them, making sure they are a good piece to the puzzle of our life, then I'm doing that. Wait, Robocop came out in 2014, so you were in sixth form. Okay, yeah, we were older then. So you were quite old. You were like 17, oh, 16. That makes me sound like, I feel like we are very mature. <laughs> I, I was thinking at the time, I remember feeling like a child. And now I'm, 
if we were in sixth form. Well, you were in sixth form. Yeah, I wasn't. No, you would have been in sixth form too. It was 2014 it came out. Akina's a year older than me, though. Yeah, she would have been upper sixth form, which means you would have been lower sixth form. I swear it was I earlier really than that. I don't think I was in sixth form. Yeah. I feel like I was definitely in year 10, yeah. not year 11. Because I remember being way more immature. But you might have got a different wrong room. Maybe. We, no, I'm pretty sure we watched Robocop. I'm, I don't think we were in sixth form, though. I'm no. pretty sure we were in sixth form. Um, anyway, regardless of that fact, we can figure it out. Regardless, Jim, watch out because she's going to do it again, basically, is what we hear. No, but you guys didn't do that with Akina. Uh, not with Akina, with Jack. Uh, I did it I in my mind. <laughs> because that, so I told you that I went through a period of being like, no, I need to be more chill. And that was the period yeah. when you first got with Jack. Um, yeah. And I was like that to Ash because I was like, all right, Ash can take it. But <laughs> <laughs> you are very in your feelings. So I was like, I feel uh-huh. like if I were to go as intense, it would make it very difficult for mm-hmm. her. Um, I actually don't think, I think if it had been with my ex, ex, like my first ex, I would have been worried about it, but I wouldn't have been worried about it with Jack because of the kind of person he was. I, I was guess like, yeah. what you feel... Like, I could leave him alone with people. Like, I remember there are points when we were actually organizing for, like, and him and Ash were going to hang out or something, or Ash had come and... She'd come to, like, one of my events at the National Gallery and her and Jack just hung out for the whole night, like, on their own because I was doing stuff. Mm. And I was, like, completely relaxed around it. If it had been anyone else, I would have been freaked out. Mm-hmm. But I know that them too, like, they got on so well. I guess... Um, no, I was never bothered. Like, how... What your... Um, oh, fuck. What's the, what's, the, what's the word for feelings? Like, feelings? anticipation feelings? Right. I don't know. Um, I guess how you feel about... A situation like beforehand is kind of a tell into what you feel about your partner mm. like if you're scared yeah. and stuff that they're like it's not going to go well maybe you don't trust that they're going to yeah well. i think it is i think it's a major you know I mean? telltale sign of how you may feel about your partner right even like the idea i don't know about you guys but for me i used to, maybe in my first relationship i was like freaked out by the idea of meeting my significant other's um family and it would get in my head and I was like you know we have to be together a certain amount of time or you know it just freaked me out and I think that's said a lot about that relationship but when I was with Jack I met his dad on our second date our second official date we weren't we weren't yeah we weren't official and that was our second date. His dad had come to visit Liverpool. Um, and I met him and it was great. And we went out for dinner and I wasn't freaked out at all. I didn't think like, this is too soon or anything like that. It just felt right. Um, but I couldn't have done that with a different partner. I guess if you have full confidence in your partner and your relationship, um, that's how you'll be able to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was super chill. That's why I left you alone with my mum in the living room that first time. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> just did not know what to say at all. I walked in and was like, hi guys, you all good? Yeah, it's great. I, I was texting Ash, actually, while I was in the room alone with your mom. Like, capitals. I think I made a few words bold, because you can do that on WhatsApp. Um, 
it's just like what do i say <laughs> i had no idea um but i had full confidence and look he got a great nap so it's fine so my confidence was well warranted i think um but yeah uh should we start wrapping this episode up i think it was a pretty yeah, good one yeah that was one. a quick, quick episode it's just, yeah it felt very yeah, quick, yeah. Like seven minutes wow. yeah it's a quick episode uh yeah it was that's so i guess any last advice would just be like what you feel about introducing your partner to your family or friends reveals, kind of reveals, reveals what you feel about them yeah mm-hmm. and you know what yeah but there's no timeline you need to stick to. I think it's one of those things you just trust your gut when you feel like you're ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are no rules. Yeah, don't be like, yeah. it's three months, we have to do it now or whatever. It's like, you know, just take it at your own pace, mate. It's fine. Yeah. Chill out, bruv. Definitely. All right. So, Jem, if they want to listen to more of our episodes, where can they listen to those? So we release episodes every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but all these other podcasting sites, just search us on Google, you will probably find us. Um, And then Connor, what social handles do we have? So we are on the Instagrams at at Rice's Rice Pod. And then we are also on the Twitters at it's Rice, no, at Rice's Rice underscore pod. Um, And we are on youtube and all other google owned companies at rice is rice perfect um well not perfect you had a few mistakes there but we'll talk about that what (laughs) Uh what is going on um okay see you guys next time see you guys next week guys don't forget to get some rice in your life bye guys bye